0: I'm just going to talk about Gloria's death cult. This is a um, sect of the martial world book that we just released. Uh, If you're not familiar with the sects of the martial world series, uh, we have six of them so far. And they're just these 50 cent PDFs. They range, I think, from 12 pages to 17 pages. They're pretty small. And each one contains a, uh, a martial sect or clan, a group that you can just throw at the party in a, in a wuxia setting. They're written for Ogre Gate. You could use them for other games. Uh, but the, the mechanics are all uh, 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 for Wandering Heroes of Ogre Gate. And, uh, and so people seem to like them. I have a good time writing them. Uh, we, we haven't released one since February because we, uh, I had to slow down the releases in order to keep them at fifty cents. Um so if you like them, let me know. If uh let other people know it's a big help. It'll it'll definitely let me make them more. Um but right now I'm trying to space them out. And so this one is a glorious death cult. It's um it's if you follow my disposable disciples session logs, uh they've made several appearances. They've made appearances in my other campaigns too. Um I've made a pretty extensive use of this group. And they're led by a guy named Supreme Master Tung who uh, His whole thing is he's kind of like the embodiment of the Cheng Che ideal wuxia kung fu movie where the hero undergoes a glorious martyrdom in order to sort of become something more. And that's really what he he doesn't do that himself. He likes to persuade others to do it. He's a manipulator and an instigator. And his cult is organized around this principle. And he's also uh, a master painter. Uh, and he loves painting the aftermath of these battles. So he's 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 sort of what I would have imagined if you made like an evil version of Cheng Che in a um in a setting like this. And he has a brother who is more of like a righteous, stubborn hero who doesn't like him, doesn't like what he's doing, and lives with his wife Na and their children. And they're like an a uh, an oppositional faction in the book. And so one of the things I like to do when I make these, I like to have sort of the 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 main sect and then like opposition or maybe a branch of the sect or some sort of division within the sect something to generate conflict but also two potential points of entry i think it makes things a little bit more interesting uh and it allows for parties that have different principles to get drawn in in different ways so a more righteous group would probably ignore supreme master tung or maybe seek to harm him they might become allies with uh, tung lu his brother uh, a a less scrupulous group they might uh be happy to work with supreme master Tung. and so that's why i like to do things that way i find it helpful And i find having the existing conflict there generates action for the game you know it's it, you know conflict is sort of just what keeps things going and so i think that uh it's 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 uh it's a good way to sort of set it up and so so yeah so i tried a few things different with this book uh just to give you an overview of what it has it's got the basic Overview of the um, of the sect which is about two pages and that ends with a listing of techniques It all it includes uh, You know the history organization headquarters. It's all fairly uh, uh, You know, uh, you know, like one paragraph entries that kind of thing and the technique section normally I just used to put a, a, a Big list of all the techniques available to the group now. I started organizing it by category which reflects how the techniques are acquired and who gives them to you. Uh, this is just something that I've sort of evolved toward as I've been running the game, where that's been more important. It you know if there's a if there's a person in the sect who knows a technique and is the one who teaches it to people, then that that's the category. So, just as an example, you know the first category is. The techniques that are taught to all death disciples so anybody who joins the group they all would eventually learn those techniques um then the next one is uh techniques taught by uh chow fung who's a chief in the in the sect and and so he you know he's the one who teaches these techniques to people and then there's you know the techniques that supreme master tung would uh teach to his successor and uh then there's techniques that Supreme Master Tung reserves only for himself and will probably never teach anybody um, you know unless they sort of force them out of him uh, so so I find that pretty useful after that it, it's um, uh, is it, an NPC section so you have Supreme Master Tung he's fully stated he's got his techniques and his description you have his chieftains and you have the death disciples and then the Tung Lu family is fully described and you know it's uh, Tung Lu Na his wife and his two children and after that is the kung fu technique sections that's a description of all the uh uh, kung fu techniques in the book so you get stuff like heroic blood palm and gaze of death and uh iron fist and thundering blue reply and then there's a listing of evil techniques which are uh sinister profound techniques those all belong to supreme master tung and then there's a, a profound technique that is um the technique that his brother uses so so this is obviously a book that gets into the profound levels. Um, I, I've I've sort of moved when I first started doing Ogre Gate, one to six was kind of my range, like that's sort of the that's what I was operating under as sort of the assumption for for my Wuxia games. I realized the longer I played it that really the the, uh, the the appropriate range to give players a challenge over time is about one to eight. And then anything beyond that really does become like a proper sort of profound master immortal type deal. But up to eight, you're still kind of in Wuxia territory. I'm discovering so. Uh, so technically, you know, characters that are seven and eight would be profound masters, but they're still they're still kind of um, uh, even though they're quite powerful uh, and, and extremely deadly uh, to, to low level characters. To a group of chi rank five characters, they're manageable. So. Uh, So, yeah, so, uh, you know, then after that, I I detailed the Endless Noodle restaurant, and so it's just a three-paragraph description of the restaurant and uh, its menu and things like that, and we offer up a new ritual and a new monster and some new magical items, so there's uh, supreme master tung's paintings I, I give three examples of what they can do um there's an, an object called the calamity ink brush which i rather like and then we describe the uh the wolf tooth club which you know from time to time i forget to uh to include things and 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 so with Gate, this was something i just you know forgot to include in the original book um sometimes there are things it just never occurs to you uh, and, and with weapons, I'm finding it. It's, it's always, you're always sort of hitting yourself in the head and going, oh, I should have put that in the book. So one thing I've been doing is I've been using the Sex of the Martial World books to, uh, anytime I either forgot something or discover a new weapon I didn't know about, I I, I get excited and I make them and put them in here. So, uh, so this is one that I would consider an oversight. I think the Wolf Tooth Club should have been in the core book. Um, and I like the mechanics we came up for it. So I mean, really, that's the question: is can you come up with a new set of mechanics for it, or is it just, you know, is it just a mace with something, you know, with, with reskinned? And uh, and I mean, that's fine. Sometimes weapons will have identical stats, but I like everything to be a little bit distinct, especially in this genre. And so yeah, so that's the that's the book. Um, I'm I, I'm really uh, uh, I think this one's quite good. Uh, I, I like it and uh, I, I know that this sect works well in play, so, uh, you know, it's, it's a little different, um, and it's, it's definitely, it's, it's a little more over the top, but I really enjoyed working on this one, and I have some ideas for sects in the future, uh, but right now, between this and the other five sect books, I think there's quite a bit for people to, uh, to chew their teeth on. If you notice, if you're a fan of these books, and, you feel like there's a gap that i'm not filling with them like you know like oh what about a sec that does this shoot me an email i i i am more than happy to sort of take requests on this one if i'm lining up my projects because with these books they're only 15 pages it you know i can i can i can uh if i get enough requests for something i can i can i can probably fit it into the pipeline um and yeah so we did this we got the the ogre gate in book is out uh definitely check that out that's like my homage to king who and dragon gate movies and it's it's kind of got a little bit of the pusong ling in there um and it's it's a it's i think i think it's a solid basis for a campaign in that book it's it's set in Liefan, which is one of the southern sort of client kingdoms uh but there's a lot going on there and and there's three chapters dedicated to the ogre gate inn there's a there's there's a bunch of other locations that are described. a Ton of NPCs. Uh, you could you could easily run a campaign there. I, I did. That's I mean that 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 book is essentially my first year of running Ogre Gate after I finished writing the rules. Um, so I, I think there's a lot there. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully in the next. I don't know. In the next month or so, I'm hoping to release the Dalu book. This is sort of a fun promotional book. Um, I think we're going to release it as pay what you want, uh, and it's basically about a tournament in Dalu. Uh, again, it was it's it's a promotional thing, so it does have art. It does have the the cover art is gorgeous. Uh, Jackie Musto did the cover art, and it looks beautiful. Uh, Francesca Borel did the maps, and they look wonderful too. And the interior art is is quite striking. But it's again, it's a it's a pay what you want, so it's minimal with with the art, and it's uh, you know uh, we proofread it, but we didn't hire an editor for it because it's again with pay what you want, that's generally if, if you see something pay what you want, that generally means the uh, you know it, the the editing is what kind of got cut out of there to reduce costs, so that I could still have the art and all that stuff. Um, if it has a cover price, then it'll have a proper editor. Uh, so, so that's sort of the distinction. I still think you get a real quality product with the uh, pay what you wants. Um, and I, I think that, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, we still treat them like they're, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're any other book. It's just that, you know, you have to keep the cost low in order to do it. Um, and, and, and the Dalu book's interesting. It's got a time travel adventure in it. It's got a tournament. You could just sort of explore Dalu. It's, it's a pretty fun, fun book. I think it, i think it comes to like 100 pages but i have to see when it's finally laid out and uh and so after that i'm going to be doing the strange tales book um that is that is something different that is uh essentially it's it's a game it's like our version of uh strange tales from a chinese studio it's you know chinese ghost story that type of thing and i think people are going to like it it's a different system but it still uses the core ogre gate mechanics it's just as slightly tweaked And what it's sort of become is kind of like the dream world in Ogre Gate for me. And it's really become a dream world that I can apply to any campaign I'm running. Characters could go there and have these sort of strange, horrifying adventures. And they might have some consequences for the real world uh, when they wake up but you know they're essentially in a dream world and it uh it, it's it's sort of a, an interesting way to 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 get those halloween adventures in while having an ongoing campaign so that's why I did it I also did it cuz I sometimes want to do things like monster hunts and monster of the week rather than sandbox my typical approach is sandbox and and I like that but every once in a while I need a break from that or I have players who want more more just more structured adventures or whatever. So I, I'm sort of using it as a way to explore that because I find with horror, these sort of more monster of the week type stuff works really well. Uh, so so yeah so um, that that'll be out. Uh, I'm not sure when, sometime next year. Once I'm done with that, then I'm going to be getting back to uh, the the next stuff in the Ogre Gate line, and that's going to be the uh, bloodstained roads of the martial world, which. I'm excited about, I, 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 I was originally going to put it out before strange tales, but I realized I needed time to think about some of the organizational stuff going on there. The content I'm all confident about, but the organization I'm, uh, there's something in there that's became a bigger part of the book. And it was originally just intended as like an appendix type thing. And so I'm not sure I'm, I've been contemplating, well, do I remove the appendix and, and turned it into sort of the third section of the book? And it, these sound like minor choices, but they really affect things. And so I, I, I just wanted to sort of take my time thinking about the, 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 the organization. And the other book is uh, War of Swarming Beggars, which is, is a very cool sort of killer clans type adventure slash setting book for Haiyan. And that is the, uh, uh, the region south of the Empire. It's sort of the last independent kingdom it's a place that my characters go to all the time so there's a lot there and i'm 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 really excited to get to it uh much of the book is done i just have a, a few areas to sort of flesh out but if i really needed to i could i could make it quite quickly so it's really just a matter of the pipeline um because i've play tested the adventure and all that stuff and uh and then after that i am th- like uh, I don't know where we're going to go be. I know we're going to do the profound master's book after that, but then after that, I'm I'm not sure what the best course of action is. And the reason why is I do have material written for like the, uh, the Kushan basin and the, uh, the empire. But the more I think about it, I'm really excited to do Lee and really excited to do high I'm having a harder time getting as excited about doing the empire and doing, the Kushan Basin if only because the most of the action in my own campaigns would tend to take place in those peripheral areas on the outside of the empire and in the empire things are a little bit more orderly they're, they're still interesting I just I just I don't know I don't get fired up about writing a, a book on the empire so what I might do if because I don't believe in writing something if I can't get interested in it I think it would, I think it would affect the quality. I think it would, I'd be selling you something that wouldn't be up to the level that I'm comfortable with. So what I might do, if that's the case, if I'm still feeling that way, I might just start putting that stuff up on the blog page so that people have access to the information. Um, and that way people can at least know about the provinces and things like that. They can know about, uh, Kushan culture, uh, with the Kushan I got excited about enough of it that I might make it like a 15 page book or something. Um, but I don't want to, you know, I, I, there's a big difference between, uh, that and doing like a hundred page book or a 200 page book. And, uh, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, I, I, I feel like, uh, it would, uh, it would be very easy for me to just structure the whole line around releasing setting books but I'm not thrilled about just constantly doing settings. I'm much more excited about doing adventures. Now, one of the adventures that I'm, I'm really looking forward to coming out is House of Paper Shadows, and that's coming out. Uh, I know that the edits will probably be done in the next couple of weeks, and then we'll be able to go into layout, and then from there, you know, I don't know if we'll make it by Christmas or not, but I'm hoping we do, and... I got because because for House of Paper Shadows the art is done the maps are done it's all just about uh, the edits and layout at this point so uh, and I wrote that uh, last year it was a blast to write it was my favorite thing that I've worked on so far it's a little bit different but I really like the House of Paper Shadows and I like where we went with it and I like horror and it's the it's 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 horror but not in the way that Strange Tales is horror Strange Tales is like. Uh, is really rooted in sort of the Pu Songling style of, 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 uh, of, odd, odd accounts, and House of Paper Shadows is much more Chi Hung style horror, it's, it's a little bit more modern in its sensibility, so, um, so yeah, so, so we will, uh, you know, hopefully that'll be out soon, and I'm just trying to give you guys a full update here, that's why I'm going on, and, um, and yeah, so uh, so we have a lot. We have a lot coming out. Uh, our pipeline is a little bit narrow, so it's going to take a little bit of time to get it all out. And as that's happening, I will occasionally try to release, you know, little PDFs like the Sex of the Martial World books. I might experiment with small adventures too. I don't. I don't know how that's going to go. We'll see. Um, if I come up with something. That I that I'm able to run in a campaign that I think would be usable for people in that format and that I could uh, expand on and playtest, I might I might do. Uh, You know, I I, right now I'm working on an adventure. If you go to the blog page, check out the Lady 87 entry on the right hand side. Also check out the Strange Tales entries because I did a whole month of um Strange Tales. It's worth checking out. But uh, but the Lady 87 stuff is really interesting. She's a historical figure, and I found her fascinating. And I, I, I made an entry for her on the blog. And she's become an important part of the setting. And I'm going to do a whole... Uh, so like one of the challenges whenever I work on stuff is it's what I want to play and run. And there's what I want to put out there and publish. And I need those to align as best as I can. So um, I want to work on Ogregate and Strange Tales. And so I came up with this idea of, of a campaign where... The Waking World is Ogre Gate. The Dream World is Strange Tales. And those two are going to be connected somehow in this series of adventures. And it's all going to revolve around Lady 87. And the characters... I just spoke with the players in this group. And so they're, they're all on board. We're going to kind of do like a Tarantino style. They're the sons of Lady 87. Um, and, it, it you know, it, I think it'll be fun. Um, it's, 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 you know, I like i like nefarious characters i'm a big fan of gulong stories and and uh and 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 wuxia where the characters are a little where the way i put it is they they grew up on the wrong side of the tracks that kind of a of a character um and so this is more in that vein it's sort of uh it, it it's sort of the, the the dirtier side of the pugilistic underworld here so um so yeah, so so we'll be doing that, and you know, if, if something and, and the reason i bring that up is if any if any of that em- comes out as stuff that I think would work well as a PDF, I'll put it out that way. Um, otherwise, it'll probably go to the blog page, or I'll just write about it. But uh, but occasionally, you get these things that crop up and play, and they you realize that they would work well. Uh, as a release and this is something that I'm keeping an eye on because I feel like the concept would work and I, and I really like Lady 87 so I'd like to um, I do have an entry for her on the blog but I'd like to expand on it and uh, and, and, and again the only challenge there is that an organizational one because I already have her on the blog do I then do I redundantly include her in the pdf or do I uh, just reference the blog and have other material in the pdf so I haven't decided yet but but again, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll see what I'm gonna do, and uh, you know, again, I have to thank everybody that's expressed interest in the game. I I uh, I I get you know feedback from people from time to time, and I get uh, uh, people saying nice things, and that's that's always really good. And so I'm I'm very uh, I'm very uh, pleased with the way that Ogre Gate has been received, and I'm also just generally uh, excited about what we're doing. So so all right so i will let you go i've been going on for 20 minutes um this friday we're going to do my young auntie on the podcast uh it's a really cool movie uh it stars kara hui it's it's uh it's 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 a i i'll i'll I'll, uh i'll reserve uh the podcast for talking about it but uh if you want to participate in the podcast it's it's currently available on prime so if you have prime check it out there you can watch the movie and then you can when the conversation on the podcast happens you'll be more aware of what we're talking about um, part of why we're doing these conversations is I'm 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 trying to bring these movies to people's attention so uh, my young auntie is an interesting movie because it's 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 a kung, it's got kung fu in it but it's not really like a straightforward kung fu movie it's 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 got a lot more going on in terms of story and characters and 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 just stuff and so uh, and andkarahui is excellent in it it's it's a it's a it's a really uh i don't know it's a kind it's 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 one of them it's one of the movies where if i wanted to show something to my family that i thought that they would enjoy it would be one of the one of the few uh sort of wuxia kung fu movies that i would i would consider for that i could see uh it, it seems like it has broad appeal as a film i think and uh and so we'll be talking about that on friday and uh adam and i will return on tuesday to talk about the uh, uh uh the ongoing uh viewing we're doing of season two of babylon five and and also hopefully we'll hear from lady chow Fung about uh her experience at the lu Fung event she's not going to be with us on friday because she's going there and she uh she's been really looking forward to this event for a while i believe so this is a, uh, Uh, um, you know, I don't want the podcast to impinge on her enjoyment, but if she, if she has time, she's going to contact us and we'll try to do something and get you guys some information about, you know, how things went or whatever. But, but it's a really exciting thing going on in New York right now. And, uh, and yeah, so I will let you go. And, uh, until then, I will talk to you later.